Welcome to the Awaken, Heal, and Thrive podcast. I'm Benjamin Bernstein, and today's episode is called Recording My Audiobook From Setback to Success. This episode is sponsored by my book and brand new audiobook, the number one Amazon bestseller called Instant Divine Assistance Your Complete Guide to Fast and Easy Spiritual Awakening, Healing, and More. Just go to Amazon and search for Instant Divine Assistance or click the link in the show notes. I publish both audio and video versions of Awaken, Heal, and Thrive, so take your pick. The video versions are on my YouTube channel called Benjamin Bernstein Podcasts. Be sure to subscribe to Awaken, Heal, and Thrive wherever you get it. And if you haven't already, be sure to click the link in the show notes for a chance to win a full year of my Awakening Plus online membership. That's a $189 value, and I announce a new winner every month. In fact, I announce our September 2023 winner later in this episode. Keep your ears peeled if you've entered. I drop new episodes of Awaken, Heal, and Thrive twice per month around the 9th and 23rd. So let's get into our topic, recording my audiobook from setback to success. Four days before recording this episode, I released my first audiobook. As I mentioned earlier, it's called Instant Divine Assistance, Your Complete Guide to Fast and Easy Spiritual Awakening, Healing, and More. This is the story of the setbacks and successes I experienced while creating it. Years ago, I had a high-quality home recording studio. I was a professional singer-songwriter for about five years and self-produced three multi-track music CDs. Having done these projects, I thought an audiobook would be simple. After all, how hard could it be to simply record my voice reading my book? Can you say false confidence? As it turns out, doing a voice-only recording is in some ways more demanding. You can't mask audio issues with other sounds, which means that you hear every tiny flaw. After publishing the paperback and ebook versions of my book in October of 2022, I set up an area around my office desk with studio-quality sound treatment. First, I did the initial tracking of the entire audiobook using a good large diaphragm microphone, in fact, the very one I'm using right now, and Audacity recording software, then did several months of pickups. Pickups are what recording studio engineers call retakes. However, I made three systematic errors that doomed this initial recording effort. One was taking several months to do the pickups. Because my voice sounded different on different days, there ended up being too much variation in my vocal tone. My second mistake was being careless with my microphone placement. I kept moving the mic around my office because I was also using it for videos, podcasts, including this one, and online events I was facilitating. My vocal tone would change if I didn't put the microphone and its pop filter back in exactly the same location and orientation, or if I wasn't speaking into it from exactly the same distance and angle. My third systematic error was that I foolishly spent day after day individually deleting thousands of clicks, pops, and other distracting vocal sounds. I did not yet know that there are software plugins that quickly and easily automate this. After months of this misguided labor, I had done all I could. In a last-ditch effort to salvage all this work that I had done, I had my audio mastered at the Talking Book Recording Studio in Asheville, North Carolina, which is close to where I live. I chose them because they're the only studio in the Asheville region that specializes in audiobooks. Dave Burr, their engineer, did his best and made my narration sound much better, but even his most sophisticated audio processing tools couldn't eliminate my tonal inconsistencies. So I made the painful decision to throw everything out 
and start again from scratch. This time, I was determined to do it right. My belief at the time was that if I was going to record an audiobook and have it sound great, I had to have it done start to finish by a professional studio. I once again hired Talking Book, this time to do the entire project. Their voice recording room is about the size of a standard studio vocal booth. In front of me was the mic and an iPad displaying the text of my audiobook. We made sure the mic and iPad were optimally positioned. The room has plenty of sound insulation, so the mic picked up my voice with minimal room reflections. So far, so good. But there were also some challenges. The studio is in Dave's home. I was recording in the middle of summer, and he couldn't run air conditioning during the sessions because of the noise. This meant that sometimes the studio would heat up like a sauna. Even with my shirt off, sweat would often be trickling down my body. It was sometimes hard to concentrate because of the heat. Another problem was that the booth's sound treatment didn't keep out loud outside noises, so we had to pause several times per session to let noisy cars or motorcycles pass by. I chose not to let these interruptions bother me, and we resumed recording once the outside noise had stopped. I narrated the book from start to finish in late July. We did four tracking sessions over five days, with each session lasting two to four hours. Then Dave worked his audio magic to optimize the sound of my voice, did some editing, and sent me the audio files. My task at this point was to note where we needed to go back and do pickups. Dave didn't mention any limit on the number of pickups I'd be able to do. Forgive me if you're not into astrology, but here I must tell you that I have a Virgo moon and a loaded sixth house. In plain English, this means I can be an incredible stickler for detail. Dave had used his wonderful software tools to delete most of the offending noises before he sent me the audio files, but this didn't stop me from finding hundreds more. I pounced on every tiny sound that wasn't my voice pronouncing a syllable exactly as I wanted to hear it. It wasn't long before I texted Dave. I told him that it would actually be faster for me to delete these noises myself in Audacity instead of laboriously typing out the details he would need to delete them himself. He promptly agreed, creating a win for us both. I saved time by not having to painstakingly capture the deletion details, and he saved time by not having to do them. After several days of focused listening, I had identified 142 pickups I wanted to do. Some were just a word or two, while some were several paragraphs. I'd spent the previous months doing hundreds of pickups during my failed attempt to record the audiobook myself, so 142 didn't seem like a lot to me. But it did seem like a lot to Dave when I went back into the studio for my pickup session on August 7th. He explained that he had done over a thousand audiobooks, including sessions for the biggest publishing houses, but he had never done more than 20 pickups on a project. He thought we should only do the most important ones and not worry about minor flaws that most listeners wouldn't notice. To make matters worse, we were also working on a tight deadline. Dave had another client starting the next day, which meant that he would be moving the microphone into its ideal position for them. Dave and I had both been scrupulous about leaving the microphone in the same exact position since starting my project. He emphasized that even a slight change in mic placement could change my vocal tone. This would make my pickups stick out from the original recordings. This was the last thing I wanted. As I already mentioned, this was one of the problems that had caused me to re-record my audiobook from scratch in the first place. So, we were down to the wire. We started doing pickups the way he usually did them. 
he would play a bit of audio leading into the section I was re-recording. My job was to match its tone, speed, and energy as we punched in the pickup. Then we would listen back to what I'd done, doing more takes if necessary until we were both happy with that correction. After a few pickups, it became clear that I was doing well. My narration was consistently matching the tone and energy of the original takes. But it also became obvious that if we kept using this method, we would never get all the pickups recorded. So I had a decision to make. Should I take Dave's suggestion and only redo the most important pickups? Or should I insist on a level of perfection that he considered excessive? To me, the decision was never in doubt. To me, this wasn't just an audiobook. It was a critical part of my business, my legacy, and my life mission. After spending nearly a year on the project, I wasn't going to compromise its quality at the last minute. Because the tone matches of the first few pickups had gone so well, I suggested a radical change in our procedure. What if I did the rest of the pickups in a single take without listening to the surrounding material? That way, there was a chance I could record them all during this final session. Not only that, I would save Dave time by inserting the pickups into the existing material myself afterwards. Dave initially resisted. He said he'd always recorded pickups using the method we had started with and was concerned that the pickups might not seamlessly integrate with the surrounding audio. I agreed that this was a possibility, but I was determined to roll the dice and try my unconventional approach. Dave reluctantly agreed, and we got back to work. Most of the time, I nailed each pickup right away and was able to move immediately to the next one. On others, my voice would sound squeaky at certain pitches, or I would reject my vocal performance for some other reason. In these cases, I would quickly knock out one or more alternate versions, knowing that I could choose the winner later during the editing process. This ended up giving me more creative freedom than if I'd been forced to choose each final version while recording. Thankfully, we did get all the pickups recorded that night. I was grateful and relieved that we'd gotten all 142 of them. But I left the studio with the obvious question looming large in my mind. Would the pickups match perfectly with the surrounding audio so that the finished audiobook would sound like one perfect take from beginning to end? Happily, with only a few exceptions, the answer was yes. And also happily, I was able to copy and paste the same syllables, words, or phrases from other parts of the book when the pickups didn't sound quite right. All this took several days. Then I went through all four hours and 17 minutes of the audiobook one last time, correcting all the little things I'd previously overlooked, or should I say, overheard. Apart from a handful of clicks I couldn't remove, even with microscopic waveform editing, my baby was finally ready to be heard by the world. The final step was uploading the audio files to a company called ACX. If they approved the audiobook, they would make it available on Audible, Amazon, and iTunes. Happily, they gave it a green light without requesting any changes. It might be true that some listeners wouldn't have noticed much difference between Dave's good enough version of my audiobook and the more meticulously crafted version I ultimately published. But I feel so much better knowing that I went the extra mile and made it sound as good as I could. In this episode, I've highlighted the more challenging and dramatic aspects of my audiobook recording experience, but none of this is meant to imply any disrespect. 
Talking Book is certainly not the only recording studio whose tracking room gets hot during the summer or that has challenges with traffic noise. And Dave is not the only recording engineer who would have had concerns about the number of pickups I wanted to do or the unorthodox way I wanted to do them. Talking Book has hundreds of satisfied customers, has produced award-winning audiobooks, and has a perfect five-star rating on Google. As for Dave, he always radiated calm and quiet competence and was a pleasure to work with. And the superb sound quality of my audiobook speaks volumes for his audio production skills. As I've said, the setbacks I experienced while creating my audiobook were mostly of my own making. I hope to write a spiritual memoir within the next few years and to narrate an audiobook version of that as well. What I've learned from the challenges I've described here should make recording that audiobook a whole lot easier. I'm excited to announce that my audiobook is now available. Once again, it's called Instant Divine Assistance, Your Complete Guide to Fast and Easy Spiritual Awakening, Healing, and More. Click the link in the show notes to start listening now. You can also buy the ebook, paperback, or hardcover on Amazon or read it in Kindle Unlimited. Also, my Awakening Plus online membership supports your individual healing and awakening and global spiritual awakening and lets you make meaningful connections with like-minded spiritual seekers. Hundreds of satisfied members make up our supportive online community. Awakening Plus members can choose from about a dozen monthly Zoom calls. We also have a constantly growing archive that's about to hit 600 life-transforming events, supported by an easy-to-use best-of guide. Not only that, there are three major courses so far and plenty of other benefits to help speed up your personal evolution. Click the link in the show notes to learn more or go to awakeningplus.com. That's awakening, P-L-U-S dot com. And who is that free one-year membership winner? It's Erna. That's E-R-N-A, the only person of that name who's entered. So if that's you, Erna, please pop me an email, benjamin at astroshaman.com, and we'll get you set up with your free one-year membership to Awakening Plus. And to everybody, thanks for being here. Once again, I'm Benjamin Bernstein, and we are wrapping up. Please leave me a five-star rating, review, or comment wherever you're getting this episode so that others can also awaken, heal, and thrive. And be sure to click the link in the show notes for a chance to win one free year of my Awakening Plus online membership. Thanks again for spending this time with me. I wish you infinite blessings.